0: For Barry Maney Hyundai, call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today.
1: It's Limestone Coast Sports Shorts.
0: Everything football, netball and basketball across the Limestone Coast. Welcome to a brand new app of the So Coast Sports Shorts. It's all thanks to Barry Maney here and they call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today. We are talking basketball. It was a huge weekend. Wollanda was the place to be Friday night. It was a packed house as the Phoenix, South East Melbourne took on the Adelaide 36ers. Tom Koch is a man who knows all about it. Koch, good morning. Good morning, Ewan. What a basketball game on Friday night, mate.
1: Look, yeah, it was was huge for for uh, our town and and for for about the seventeen hundred um, people that rocked up to London. And whilst the results on the scoreboard uh, were quite convincing, with Adelaide winning by um, thirty six points, it, uh, it was great to see that level of competition playing on our open floor. And uh, and you know. Adelaide 36ers in particular took a long time out to to um, uh, you know, engage with our local community over the two days that they were in Mount Gambier. So yeah, look, it was a huge win for our community, and we're really proud of uh, of being able to host it, and, and it's been a huge success.
0: Tom, will we see these teams back in the Limestone Coast again?
1: I think there's a possibility. Um, definitely uh, definitely, the 36ers were very happy with how, how it all went, and and it makes sense to be able to bring that level of competition here to Mount Gambier. If we can bring teams from Melbourne and Melbourne and Adelaide, um, uh, it might be might just be an annual event and something that we can continue to work on uh, year in year out. Hey
0: Tom, one of the things that uh, you guys are doing at the moment, not only bringing great basketball to the Limestone Coast, you're uh, you're getting set for 2024. Um, great news for the pioneers locally that Hilly has resigned for coach of the men's team.
1: Yeah, look at his, it's huge. Um great great to be able to bring Richard back. Um I think at the end of the 2022 season, uh, Richard uh, took a bit of convincing to uh, to come back. He was um yeah, he was pretty tired. He's he's uh he's definitely rejuvenated over the over the 2023 season and he's and still coaching really well and and got respect of the group and and for those that know Richard he they know that he's going to put every every bit into it, and um, to make sure that his teams are playing right at the very end. And um, for those players that have come into our system and and uh, and been lucky enough to play under him, um, you know they, they sort of approach the idea of coming to Mount Gambier and, and working on their games and, and leaving them leaving them out in their in the summer a better player um, when they leave. So. Um, we've been fortunate over over the journey that we've had a lot of success to go with it and we, we hope to continue that as well.
0: Now, there have been a number of other re-signings for 2024. Who have you got signed in so far?
1: Yeah, look, for our 141 pointies, it was huge to be able to announce last week that Hayley Ronell will actually be joining uh, the pointies again in 2024. So, um, Hayley was honestly, you know, for, for Matt and for, for our club, um, she was you know, a must get back, um, uh, along with all of, all, along with along list of those girls that would like to to uh, have returned for us. Um, Haley's an exceptional person, someone that um, is uh, completely selfless as far as the way she goes about her basketball, and and uh, she um, sees sees great value in being here in Mount Gambier, and she engages herself incredibly well in our community, and she's we're hugely uh, excited to welcome her back to Mount Gambier next season.
0: Hey, Koshi, it's going to be a, uh, an interesting couple of months as you guys get set for 2024. I want to have you back on the radio, talk about the re-signings, talking how uh, 2024 is going to shape up for the men's and women's team for the Pioneers. Thanks for joining us this morning, and congratulations on Friday night.
1: Thanks a lot. Good on it.
0: Talking footy finals around the Livestock Coast, time to catch up with what's going on mid-south east Peter Mitchell joins me for a chat. Pete, good morning. Good morning, you and good morning, listeners. Now, Peter, talking footy from the weekend to the first round of finals for you guys. What a cracker of a game on Saturday! Yeah, we certainly we had uh, four uh, pretty
2: reasonable games. Uh, one was a little bit of a blowout at the end, but nevertheless, uh, finals football, finals netball, and uh, we had some really lovely spring weather, uh, so that that helped with. the uh, all The spectators probably a little bit hot for the footballers at times, but uh, no, it was a really, really good weekend. So, starting off first thing in the morning, the uh, first semi final for the junior Colts heavily played Congerong. Congerong had beaten heavily both times during the year, however, this time heavily upset them. Four goals, 731, to Congerong, two goals, 820. In the goals for heavily, Reef Chambers kicked three, and Congerong ruled singles. The best for heavily was Harry Gilbertson and for Kongrong was Logan Cordy. In the senior Colts, uh, a very good win to, to Robe, nine goals, seven sixty one, defeated Havily, two goals, 7-19. Uh, Robe, Daniel Noonan had a very good day in kick seven, and in Havily's, uh two goals, they were just a couple of singles as well. The best for Robe was Flynn Peel, and for Havily, Hudson Nowak. In the reserves, again, a very good contest to start with. Congrong had a very good lead, Rode playing Kongrong and Rode too strong at the end, 10 goals, 9 69. Defeated Kongrong, 6 goals, 10 46. In the goals for Rode, Ethan Cornish kicks 3, and for Kongrong, Daniel Hand kicks 3. For Rode's best was uh, James Francisco, and for Kongrong, Riley McConaughey. In the seniors, which is a, a highly expected game to be a, a very close contest, it was for a majority of the first half, and then the Haverley side uh, played some pretty good football and, and uh, eventually wore Robe down and, and tore away pretty well in the second half. But Haverley, 18 goals, 15, 123. Defeated Robe, 6 goals, 440. In the goals for Haverley, Sam Telfer kicked five and for Robe, Jack Steens kicked two. Best for Haverley was Max Telfer and he's our player of the week. And for Robe, Egan Rignier. Um, looking forward to next week's games to so we played at Tandenola turn to host the uh, second semi-final and these are the sides that finish first and second so it'll be an interesting game for all grades because uh, the winner goes straight through the grand final and the loser plays uh, the weekend's winners that we just had and in the A grade we've got Port Donald versus Clangadoo the top two sides and I think they are, have been the, the best sides all, all year Road, uh, sorry, in the reserves Haverley versus Clangadoo in the Senior Colts, all versus Port MacDonald. And in the Junior Colts, Port MacDonald versus Glencoe. So, uh, some interesting games and we'll, we'll see what happens next uh, next Saturday night.
0: Now, Peter, talking mid-southeast, you guys have got your medal count this weekend as well?
2: Yes. On Sunday the 10th of um, September, we have the Juniors that start at about 10 o'clock. And then the seniors will start at uh, 2 p.m. So the junior football and netball count at 10 in the morning, and the seniors from uh, for both netball and football uh, from 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Um, there'll be some um, obviously some excited uh, people getting uh, recognition throughout the year for their for their play, um, and also for uh, goal kickers and best players and and the like. So. Uh, Normally a very uh, good afternoon, and uh, and uh, obviously we'll we'll find out some uh, uh, who has been or who has had a better year for all of those grades.
0: Peter can't let you go without talking about best player for the week for the mid south east. Who is it? Max Telfer from Hatherley. He's our best best player of the round. Awesome, as Peter. We'll catch up next week. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Peter Mitchell. Talking footy mid southeast and talking mid southeast netball finals round one. A grade of fifty two defeated robe fifty one in what was a cracker of a game and such a close match there as well. It's the Lost Coast Sports Shorts Podcast. It is all thanks to the team of Barry Mani Hyundai. You can call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today. We are talking Western Border footy. And we are into the finals round two. Graham Gill has all the action for us from the weekend. Gilly, good morning.
3: Good morning and good morning, listeners. What a beautiful spring day it is once again today with football in the highness.
0: Now, mate, talking footy. Uh, Round two of the finals action. It all took place on the weekend. And what a cracker of a game.
3: Well, actually a whole day of good games uh, from the juniors right through, uh, Ewan, and uh, i got to say the weather was absolutely brilliant. Millicent, McLaughlin Park, to credit to the whole community of Millicent, I know uh, even the council got out with their roller last week. It was a great oval, well set up, facilities were spot on, and uh, a magic day, but uh, as we know, some were up and some were down, and uh, the, the main game, the uh, A-grade, was obviously the Battle of... the. The uh, two top place getters and between West Gambia and Millicent and uh, on the day Millicent far too good just came out bastard you know bursting from the front uh, and yeah just couldn't stop him and uh, a great uh, effort by West Gambia in the last quarter and a half to to get him back but uh, well I've got to tell you Millicent they're going to be very very hard to stop so on the day the, uh, the big standout for me uh, very much so was uh, Carger for uh, um, Millicent, uh, Jacob Carger. it just, West just couldn't stop him. He he ended up with, I think, four goals too, uh, but he was at one stage, he's in the centre, then he's across half-back, and then he's hanging around the forward line just kicking goals. His team knew exactly where he was, they looked for him and they found him. The other players that uh, did exceptionally well, in my opinion, was uh, young Hamish Nitschke. He's a big, tall kid, um, and he kicked a couple as well for Millicent. Uh, and Josh Wirtchen, he was in on under everywhere. Only a couple of behinds, needs to straighten up his kicking a bit, and uh, Kobe Gibson from a forward pocket for Millicent was fantastic. For West Gambia, the Evergreen, the general, Tommy Holmes, he was battled hard all day, kicked a couple of goals himself, tried to set up a few, but I don't know, West really lacked that uh, manning up power on the day, especially around the centre from each centre-bounce. You could see they really missed their uh, their coach, uh, the rude, the big Darren McElroy, because uh, he normally floats around everywhere across that half-back, half-forward line and uh, just is a real interceptor. But uh, they missed that. They missed that extra bit of height. And uh, Virgo, young Virgo, kicked one. Uh, he was pretty live wire up forward, but that little fellow, uh, Newton, once again, toolbox as they call him, he was uh, pretty handy in and out. But uh, right. militant far too strong on the day.
0: Now, who's going to be the player of the round for the Western border?
3: Well, I think you can't go past Karger for uh, Jacob Cargo for uh, Millicent for what he did on the ground as a captain, um, backed up well by Clint Gallio, but Jacob Cargo, hands down in my mind.
0: Now, we're going into the finals round three this coming weekend. West have got a double chance over North. How do you reckon the game's going to pan out?
3: Well, this is going to be very interesting, especially with the announcement that the North coach has gone. He's finished. So, which was very, very strange in my mind to announce the the, the sacking of a coach and advertising for a new one with only two weeks left in finals. Very interesting. Will that spur North on? We all know, we hear about it a lot, that uh, every time a coach gets sacked, every time a coach gets, um, you know, removed from a job, the team lifts and they just go through the roof. So, let's hope that... That's not the case this week, I've got to say, but I reckon West Gambia are going to have to take it right up to north and be on their very, very best to to knock them off.
0: We are on the road to grand final action. Gilly, i got to ask the question before we finish for today. Uh, it was an interesting night at Panola last week when they voted not to join the Western Border in 2024. Uh, mm. What does that mean for footy? What does that mean for the Western Border? And where do you think we're going to go in 2024?
3: Well, it's an open-ended question at the moment, Ewan, I must say, um, all credit to the Panola hierarchy, they set the bar and said, right, we want minimum two-thirds majority, which was 67% uh, of the voters to vote yes, uh, and only 63.6 or 63.7 voted yes, so depending on whose mail you read, uh, there's only eight votes different, Um, it could have been yes or no, so... It does open up a bit of a, a quandary now cause, uh, for next year, but in my mind, I think it'll be the same status quo uh, moving forward. Yes, the NFL have got to really now just look at it and say, just redirect traffic. And that's all they can do and just say, all right, here's what we're going to do. One of the best suggestions still out there on the table is we have uh, the two competitions, have a metro and a country system. And, uh, you know, look, things are positive moving forward, but we just got to start again. So... Easy as.
0: (laughs) Hey, Gilly, we'll catch up next week. We'll talk more footy. Cannot wait for it. Thanks for joining us this morning.
3: My pleasure, my friend, and take care to all your listeners.
0: Graham Gill talking Western Border footy and talking Western Border netball. Second semi semi-final results in the A-grade. Millicent, 64, defeated West Gambia, 63, in what was such a close game. A big shout-out to Millicent walking away the winner there. Now, time to talk KNTFL. Peter McClellan joins me on the line to talk all about what went on for the medal count for the KNT. Peter, good morning.
4: Good morning, listeners. I hope you had a great weekend.
0: Now, Peter, talk about the uh, the medal count on the last week. Uh, huge event.
4: It was a huge event. It was a blue moon. That means it's been two full moons in the month. So we set a record and we had three individual winners for the top prize of the male medal, Virgo, winners. That was Daniel Bibby from Keith, Josh Gregg from... Narakor, and Zach Richards from Border District. So we had a stage full of stars up there with our medal presenters, the Virgos. It was a fantastic night. So very strange to have three winners.
0: Now, Peter, talking about the weekend, footy action, two huge games. Take us through what went on in the KNT.
4: Well, the sun was shining at Mandala. It was a huge crowd, biggest we've had for years. Mandala got out to a three-goal start, three kicks, three goals. So that was a big start for them. But then Border Districts ground their bay back in to end up with a, to have a strong victory over uh, some... Mandela finally had some injuries in the finals there, so they're licking their wounds, but they'll come back strong next weekend, as they always do. They seem to like to go through the preliminary, but Border Districts had a very good win, so that was excellent on Saturday.
0: Now, Sunday, semi-final took place. Take us through what happened.
4: Another great day down at Patheraway. The, the grounds are unbelievably good this year. Everyone's doing a great job. Support staff of all the clubs running the uh, finals has been unbelievable. Kingston and Keith did battle down at Paduway there, very close at half time, and then Kingston seemed just to kick away in the uh, last quarter there when there's when there's no coming back and there's no next week. They got on and ended up having a good win over Keith. So it'll be Kingston v Keith, Kingston v Mandala at Bordertown for a preliminary in the A grade. And we're looking forward to a big weekend there too.
0: Who do you reckon's going to take uh, take out the win next weekend, mate?
4: It's hard to say. Tip against Mandala. I'll, I'll take that risk and I'll pick Kingston to pick beat Mandala. But those words could come back to haunt me.
0: <laughs> now, Peter, I've got to ask, after the two cracker games on the weekend, Mandala and border districts, Keith and Kingston, who is the player of the round?
4: Zach Richards, unbelievable in the... Uh, qualifying grand final, uh, to get into the grand final on the Saturday. He was huge. So Zach Richard was the best player over the weekend.
0: Hey, Peter, always good to catch up. We will talk next week. Good luck this weekend for the preliminary finals in the KNT. Thank you very much. Peter McClellan talking KNT finals round two, A grade, the qualifying finals. First of all, Mandala 7951, Lost in Border Districts. 10 10 17 and in the semi-final in the a grade it happened yesterday keith 5 14 44 lost to kingston 10 13 88 when it came to knt netball the second semi-final results for the a grade panola 58 defeated keith 36 and in the Gambia netball association prelim finals intruders 54 defeated saints 53 next week as finals continue. Another round of the Limestone Coast Sports Shorts podcast. It's exclusive to listener. It's all thanks to Barry Madey Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today.